The opinions expressed on this podcast are individual and not necessarily representative of Spirit Live or Toronto Metropolitan University. Thank you for listening. Please don't touch me, you disgust me, I don't want to know. Please don't try to one more night to start in a one-man show. Hi everyone, we are Nayla, Jolina, and Amanda, and welcome to the second episode of Screen Queens Club. Hi everyone, today we're going to talk about the 2022 dark comedy thriller The Menu, starring Anya Taylor-Joy, Ralph Fiennes, and Nicholas Holt. Um, This movie is about um, Margot, which is the main character, and it's played by Anya, who is accompanying a man to an exclusive dinner hosted by a famous chef in a remote island where they will be served with interesting food and shocking surprises prepared by the chef. So we're going to start, as always, with the visuals of the movie. And this movie specifically is going to be an interesting one to talk about because I'm the only one in the room that likes it. And that's part of the reason why I chose this movie to be talked about like in this episode. Um, so yeah, I'm going to start with the positive aspects, at least um, visually. Um, so yeah, like... First, I feel like the movie is, like, very simple, and it's, like, technically in, like, one location only, which sometimes it might be kind of boring, but at least I feel like the movie was, because of the pacing, the movie was, like, very entertaining, and it didn't really matter that it was, like, static and, like, just one, just one location, pretty much, because it's, like, it happens, like, throughout the whole, uh, sorry, the whole thing happens through, like, on a restaurant, so yeah, like you can still make like a good movie with while being simple. Um, so that was like the first thing like visually that I liked. And some shots in a specific I would say uh were like genius to me visually, like aesthetically. The marshmallow scene at the very end. Are we gonna give spoilers here? <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah, I feel like spoiler warning. That's yeah, spoiler warning because I mean, it's <laughs> what a book club would do. You yeah. kind of give spoilers because yeah. everyone supposedly read the book or watched the movies. So. Yeah, yeah. It's a watch along. Disclaimer, I guess. Disclaimer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're going to spoil them. Little spoiler alert, but yeah. Um, the marshmallow scene at the end, like before everyone dies, I feel like that scene was like aesthetically very pleasing, even though like it's not. It's like the screen, the, the scene screams like dark comedy, right? And it's like not happy obviously it's really tragic but it's really beautiful how it was built and like it shows um like how the chef is like so twisted and like it's just the way like the way the chocolate was melting off of their face and stuff like the little details on that scene i feel like visually they were really cool um the the angel scene as well i really liked it like visually where the man is like on the lake like hanging with the angel wings and stuff. It's really strange, but it fits the tone of the movie. And yeah, scenes like that were really cool. Um, Or another thing is like the dishes. That's like the last thing that I really liked visually about the movie. The dishes themselves were like the way that they were presented as well. They were very clever. And again, it fits the tone. Um, I feel like they were very, they were part of the joke and they were very interesting. The tortilla, for example, was like my favorite one. Um, it was just so clever um, to include like part of the comedy aspect with the dishes and it's just like to divide kind of like the acts of the movie using the dishes and that was really cool so yeah at least visually those are like the things that I like the most I don't know if you guys liked anything like visually at least because I know plot wise like 
you didn't like it. But visually, <laughs> is there anything visually that you hated or loved about it? Um, I did notice like something visually that kind of set the tone for the movie. This is going into like production theory, but like <laughs> it was there was like a blue kind of like hue like yeah. on the film, so it kind of gave like an eerie, suspenseful vibe from the beginning. Like especially when they're like in the restaurant, it was very cold. Like the color temperature was very cold, so it kind of like gave the feeling that like oh something's not normal something's wrong it's not what it seems but that's all i have honestly for the visual component but i mean the scenes are very cool i feel like they were very interestingly crafted <laughs> i don't know but yeah i don't really have much comment i feel like i think i would agree with nayla on um The way the food was presented, like the transitions, I think they did really well. That was like the probably like one of the only things I liked visually about mm-hmm. the movie. I don't want to say I'm a big hater, but I'm I'm gonna hate most of the time. But but you're allowed to be a big I'm hater. To <laughs> It's yeah. alright. Like this is a safe space. No, I like ah uh, for this like the rest of the cinematography. I wasn't like wowed by anything. Like it was yeah. shot. It was definitely they shot something, and yeah. <laughs> it was. It didn't look bad. It was there. It was there. But I liked the way, I think me and Amanda talked about this, the way Anya looked, her yeah. character. I liked oh, her yeah. dress. The I just like, so yeah. yeah. Oh, is this not, not visuals? It yeah. technically counts, yeah, like aesthetic. But yeah, I liked her character. The way she was presented was nice. Yeah. I'd say, yeah. Yeah, she looked really cute. And yeah, styling is part of a vision. I was going to say, I was like, wait a minute. No, 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 yeah, yeah, it definitely counts. So yeah, there's not much um, to say visually about the movie because it's a yeah. very simple movie. So yeah. that's like really all I could Nothing think of as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so the most like I don't know, I guess interesting yeah. part is the plot. The plot. <laughs> so we're gonna focus more on the plot for this one. Um, should I start with the positive? You aspect can start. With the sure. Okay. <laughs> I feel like there were a few things that I like about the movie. Um, it's a eat the rich type of movie, which like isn't my favorite thing usually, but I feel like that's not like the main message of the movie, even though a lot of people did think that that was the main thing. And I think it's valid to think that because like, yeah, it is a ma- like a big focus on it. But I feel like it also talks about two more things. One, um, it's a movie that critiques the service industry and like how the workforce is like very underappreciated and like People are overworked, um, especially with Margot's character. Like, I feel like you can see that message there. The little interaction between, like, Margot and the chef with the burger and all of that. I feel like that's deeply connected to that, like, social criticism about the workforce, like, in the service industry. Um, so, yeah, that's, like, one main point. And I would say, and the reason why I liked the movie so much is because... Um, I feel like it talks about a lot um, about the creative industry and like what happens when you get to a certain fame level, I guess. Um, the things that basically um, the cost that you forget, why are you doing the art that you're doing? Why are you making art in the first place? And like things that affect your passion, which is what I at least I believe that happened to the chef. And I think that's something really common that happens like in any creative field with like very very famous people um and i feel like that's uh, that was um like 
introduced, I guess, with all of the characters in different ways. And they represent like a different type of person or events, I guess, as well, that artists encounter on their journey or on, on their careers as well. Like the examples that I could think of were um, the food critic, the, the woman is like the person that has like a superiority complex and they try to like ruin people's careers with their opinion. That's like something really common that happens to a lot of people in any creative industry. The business bros and like the rich all the rich all couple, those are like the people that only enjoy the art because they can't afford it. Like it's just to brag or like they don't really appreciate it. So yeah, or Tyler as well. Um, it's like that person on social media that believes that they know everything about something when actually they don't really. They either hate it or like idolize it. Um, but when they try to do it themselves, like they fail. And that's so common in social media. And a lot of artists are annoyed by that type of people. So it's the perfect representation of that through Tyler with the chef. Uh, it re kind of Tyler reminded me of like the film bros, but like derogatory film bros. He's literally the exact same. The businessmen were giving more film bros to me as well. I feel yeah. like they also they do. are they are. yeah they're they're the same font to me honestly. Literally. So yeah, like those are some examples, um, and that's like the main reason why I like the movie because it looks like it's something. And it's something else. Like, it looks like it's just like, oh, hate rich people, whatever type of movie, or just like a dark comedy type of movie, which is not bad. I love a dark comedy. So I think that's also part of the reason why I like the movie so much. If you're not like a dark comedy type of person, you're definitely not going to like it. Because, yeah, but honestly, like, I feel like it looks like something and then it's more, it's deeper than that. That's the main reason why I liked the plot of it. So yeah, um, um, I don't know. First of all, I just want to say, yeah. on the third course, when they were like, "Yeah, we're not serving bread," I was like, "That's crazy," because literally table bread. This is like off topic, I guess, but table bread is like the thing I look bread forward bread. to in like a fancy restaurant. Like yeah, everything else I don't care about. Table bread with butter. That's all I need to be happy. I swear to God, that's all I no, need to be happy. No, you're so real for that, no, yeah. yeah. Anyways, literally. That was just... No, uh, but that was the whole point. They were like... Yeah, he was, was trying to say... I don't know what he yeah. said. He said some history lesson. A lot I'm sorry. I'm like, I'm going to diss so hard in the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I actually, have a lot of comments on... Actually, can I say that? Something yeah. really quick about that. I feel like I also think that it's so crazy, but I think that's the point of the movie. Because yeah, it's a sure. satire movie, yeah. mm -hmm. and it's making fun of, I guess, foodies and like people that are pretentious about food and like it's insane and it's pretentious like in purpose and that's why I feel like it works yeah. but it's also it's crazy it's like yeah. why are we doing this so yeah. no because because the movie was like based around these rich customers mainly like the experience of it was like all the rich customers I mean sorry all the customers were rich and they were like I feel like rich people, sometimes they lose the sense of, like, meaning in life because mm -hmm. they just have so much money. They're like, oh, I can just do whatever I want. Like, I can brag about this because I have so much money. But they don't think about the simple little things that, like, do matter. And they don't enjoy the little things that matter anymore. And I feel like they take so much for granted. And even as someone who's, like, not in the high class or anything, like, I feel like I take a lot of things for granted. And I feel like 
that was also part of the movie's message is like rich people just don't understand how to enjoy things anymore because they're like oh money can solve all my problems like you know I don't need anything else that's just one little comment yeah no definitely I think it's part of the message as well yeah I think that's like the one thing that got to me that one scene between the chef and Margo when like he takes her into the background was like I know you're not one of them Blah, blah, blah. And he opens up about saying that. That's when I was like, oh, that's real. I related to it. Yeah. But for me, it was just too on the nose. Like, immediately, like, five minutes into the movie, like, I understood immediately that this was a satire. But, like, it was just, like... Hold on. Like, I wrote down what, like, I was thinking. It was just, like, it felt like... The characters were so one-dimensional, and I know they're supposed to be because, like, oh, they're supposed to be, like, the rich people that, like, don't understand, like, life and stuff. But they just openly said it, and it it just felt like they were just telling it yeah. straight to our face with, like, thinking, like, we're too dumb to understand the real meaning yeah. other than eat the rich. For example, I wrote in... I remember commenting when... The Claire scene where the the lady and that old man was like, oh, that Margot, like, they were talking about Margot and how she was saying, like, oh, she looks like Claire. Oh, yeah. And then he, and then he was like, oh, no, it's not her. Yeah. And then she was like, oh, that, and then she literally said this, like, quote, that longing far away, look far away, look on your face says otherwise. And I'm like, we literally saw him do it like you didn't have to say it for us like I felt like it was just being told to our face and like for like you said like the movie is about like eat the rich like freak all those people and all that but I feel like there are movies that are about eating the rich like for example Parasite, Knives Out, American Mm -hmm. Psycho and they just tell it way better than um this movie just because it was just too on the nose for me and the characters were just not yeah so you're saying like i didn't care it was more like a tell instead of show type of dialogue like okay shout out encoding decoding hall's theory like (laughs) they they gave us nothing to decode because it was literally they just gave us all the information was just like this is what this movie is going to be about they were very flat characters they're very flat like like yeah. it was only that one part where I cared about the chef. Other than that, it was giving. I don't know if you guys have seen Saw X. No. 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 Not yet. Or like any of the Saw movies, because that's basically what he does. He tortures people because, oh, they're like bad people. Mm-hmm. But then it's just like, why should I care? Yeah. There's. Yeah. I feel no connection to that chef, and I'm like, he says some things that are like, oh, it's about life. Like yeah. it's. I I don't feel the same about cooking anymore. But also like, it doesn't explain why you're that's actually one of the things that i didn't like about the plot and i agree with that it's like yeah there was no backstory for the main villain i guess yeah Yeah. like it's like why should i care about you wanting to kill people but it's it's so open to interpretation that it gets to a point where it's like i need to know more about this man to know if Mm. i should root for him or like hate him um obviously like he killed people so let's hate him but uh like they want they want us to think there's a gray area or like yeah i think that's us no i just felt no emotional connection to any characters i feel like when i watch a movie like if i can emotionally connect like to a character on that level like on a deeper level it makes me like 
more engaged in the movie but I was like fully just not engaged because like it's like I didn't care about the chef I didn't care about any of the characters like from the very beginning you knew who each of the characters were and like everything else from there was just tell because like oh like the three um whatever finance bros whatever like Mm -hmm. you could tell they were like definitely in some like snobby type stuff and they're happened. doing something like, shady yeah, yeah they did something shady it's like you we could already tell, know that we yeah know you could tell the cr- critic are. was like obviously thinks she's like higher than everyone else she shut down many restaurants she's like yeah the guy in ratatouille yo. exactly <laughs> like she shut down many restaurants whatever and then like i feel like it was just there was no emotional connection yeah. with and the they characters. didn't change Definitely. over the course of the movie they yeah. all ended up just dying anyway so yeah. like why they, did i care from the start exactly was my attitude and i i couldn't I'm so sorry. I think it was just a day. It was just a day, but it literally took me the whole day to watch a movie. I had to put it on two times, <laughs> two times speed because I was like, nah. yeah. Oh, I was also I was gonna. I engaged. agree with what you said that um, there are movies that are like about it. Eat the rich. Mo- it, oh my god, I can't pronounce that. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> Eat the rich movies that are extremely like way better. I agree, obviously. In those examples, like Parasite, I like Parasite a lot more, obviously. Uh, I definitely don't think this is the best, not even close movie about that topic. And that's why I mentioned that I think that's like the surface level message, I guess. And it's not even the main one. Um, I would say the main messages are like the other stuff. Mm -hmm. Because, yeah, it is not really like just that. And there are movies that are way better at explaining that and like diving into that topic. So I agree. No, it just felt like all their other issues just the same solution was eat the rich yeah it all led back to it and i was like what the i was like oh and like also there were so many moments in the movie where i was just like what is going on like there's no like it was like oh like when they were trying to escape and like he tried to throw the chair at the window and that he realized the window was like bulletproof and soundproof i was like what is going on and then when like weird um when the sous chef guy just like stabbed himself i was like what like it was just these moments where I was just like, what is going on? Was, why is this necessary? Why is, why how is it so is this, violent like, for no reason? How does this even advance the plot? Like, that w- that was, like, most of my thoughts. I was like, this is so... This just some, like, sick and twisted kind of plot that if doesn't make sense. Saw. And doesn't even, like, advance the plot in any way or, like, show any character development of any sort, which I love to see in movies mm-hmm. or shows. Like, character development, I feel like, is one of the key things that kind of, like, moves the show forward, moves the mm-hmm. plot forward. Like, And it without, wasn't satisfying yeah. seeing everyone die because you knew they were going to die. The end wasn't satisfying. Like, been it doesn't have us. to be satisfying. For the ending, it has to be satisfying to be, like, good, you know? No, but this movie just didn't satisfy me in general. Yeah. I was oh, yeah, really yeah. pissed at That's this fair. movie. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, I don't even think that... I think that all of the characters were wrote for you to not connect with them and to kind of hate them. Because the only one that I didn't hate was Margot. And that was it. And, like, the rest of them, I did not like them. Like, any of them. I didn't connect with them emotionally at all. And I think that was intentional. I don't know. I just feel like, also, like... I genuinely do not know any of the characters' names except for the chef, Margot, and Tyler. Margot, tell me I why I didn't know. Tyler. Like I, I don't, don't know, know any of their either. names. I don't know <laughs> like, who Tyler is. Who's Tyler? Tyler's the guy that brought Margot. The date. The date. Oh, Margot, yeah. that's yeah. his name. Yeah, but like, it. tell Fair. me why I don't know any of their names. And I only wrote notes on the three of them too because mm. I didn't care about the other ones like at all. And the dialogue was really cringy to me. I literally in the first five minutes, like. I wanted to like Margot's character so bad, but they 
I don't know if it was the performance. No, it was definitely the dialogue because everyone's acting like I, I was, I don't know why. Maybe I've just been in single cam for too long, but I was too hyper aware of every, like, I was like, you definitely, like, this was definitely written down by a, by a white man who said, oh, let me, like, it was like the quick witty dialogue yeah. was like very straight white man, yeah. like coded. Like I, I definitely could mm-hmm. tell that somebody had to write this out and then they had to perform it. It was like very bad. And like Margot's character, she was too girl bossy in a way like I don't yeah. I don't know how to like, explain it but like Yeah, she wasn't afraid to speak her mind, but I feel like it was, the moment she stepped in were like very predictable and just yeah, very like very predictable. Oh, like oh yeah, I knew that she was going to step in. Oh, like of course she's going to because she's supposed to be the odd one out. Like Yeah. It wasn't it just felt very planned very like scripted not natural like i mean some things can sound more scripted than others but it just didn't feel very natural the flow of it kind of like gets disrupted i feel like whenever she speaks her line just because like she's supposed to be the character that stands out you know what i mean yeah yeah yeah, yeah. but it was like that for every character for me i don't know like everyone every line it didn't transition well it didn't feel real like genuine like I, I could tell like these people were actors that yeah. was like my issue and I was like and I felt like if they low-key had the pacing fast from the very start the very slow I don't know the editing was so weird to me because we were like sitting on reactions for too long and I wanted to see what the other characters were like how are they reacting or like the what they chose to have like which character show when someone was talking I felt like I don't know like Uh, it just didn't work for me Uh, what you were saying um, about the characters and like that you didn't believe them basically did you feel that way about the chef as well or yeah like specifically him they felt like such caricatures of the character like they were all very cliche characters that we Mm -hmm. already like knew of so I was like especially with the chef I don't know he like no, like, his one backstory was, like, oh, like, Taco Night got ruined for me because, like, mom, his, I had to stab my dad yeah. or something. Like, that was yeah. that was his backstory, and that's all we got on him, and that's all we understood and, of him. And that, like, oh, he's, like, sad because he can't cook anymore. Yeah. Like, then why the f- He doesn't enjoy cooking oh, sorry, anymore. I'm he's... Sore. It's okay now. Like... <laughs> that's how angry I am. It's, <laughs> like... It. I'm it's so okay. angry that I'm, like... No, because okay. he was, like, oh, like, he doesn't enjoy cooking anymore. He doesn't enjoy his job, and, like... Margot was saying, like, oh, like, this is an obsession. You're not making food with love. And love is one of, like, quote, unquote, the main ingredients of, like, you know, serving a good meal, having a good meal. And, like, he just wasn't enjoying his job anymore. But I feel like there was no backstory as to where his obsession exactly came from. He just came out of nowhere. He just, like, he was just like, oh, yeah, I've been doing this for so long. Like, I just want, like, he craves perfectionism. But, like, I just feel like there was no reason for him to like become that character yeah it didn't make sense for him to become that kind of Mm. character and the build-up the build-up towards him when they were like taking a tour of the island first of all i really hated that asian lady i don't know her name but the one that was leading them around she pissed me off because i can i don't know her acting was stiff like her character was stiff i didn't feel creeped i i felt creeped out but not in the way that they attended in the way that i was like okay. hyper aware i was like that's not her care i was like that's not how that lady like should no be i hated right her now. she was so annoying yeah. she was just like she's um, like i'm um, actually the sausages will kill you and yeah i was like you. oh yeah like no you can't get bread just no no bread 
not allowed. Uh, like, she was annoying. Like, I wanted it to she be is. satisfying. Like, she's supposed to not give what the rich people want. Yeah. But, like, I was so mad at her that I was like, no, give them their bread, please. Yeah. Like, please. No, same. That was <laughs> literally me. I was like, like please I just give I them can't. their bread. Like, they just want bread. That's all they want. Is it that hard? But, yeah, I don't know. I feel like this whole yeah. movie kind of just made me upset. Like, yeah. it didn't satisfy me, as we mentioned many times. It just... There was no satisfying ending. They didn't eat. They cooked. Who let them cook? Who <laughs> let real. them cook? I did not eat no, that. No, for real. Ain't nobody eat that. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay, well, that's a wrap for this second episode. We will see you in the next episode. And thank you for tuning in. Hope you guys enjoyed. Bye. Bye. Bye.